Welcome to another episode of the Biohacker Blondie podcast, where we talk all things health, wellness, longevity, and of course, biohacking. I'm your host, Jenny Jones, biohacker, fitness instructor, health and wellness coach with a passion of optimizing human performance and well-being. I'm absolutely thrilled to have you join me on this journey toward unlocking the best version of ourselves, whether it's through optimizing your workouts, decoding the mysteries of biohacking, or breaking down the latest trends in longevity. I've got you covered. On this show, I aim to bring you the most cutting edge information, the top experts in the field, and actual advice you can implement today to get one step closer to a better, healthier you. Today, we're diving deep into the world of smiles and the groundbreaking science of oral health with a very special guest, Cody Levine, the co-founder of Twice, a company revolutionizing the way we care for our teeth and gums. We get into why Cody started the company with a family history in the dental industry with his father, who has been a practicing dental specialist in New York for over three decades imparting a profound respect for oral health in Cody from an early age. We dive into the oral microbiome, debunking myths about traditional dental products, exploring all the amazing ingredients of Twice products, the best hacks for sleeping, how our jaw and teeth have changed over decades, the new research behind Twice products for oral bacteria, and exploring the innovative path Twice is paving with clean, high-performance alternatives. Whether you're curious about the latest in preventive dental care or searching for a brighter, healthier smile, Cody's insights for all things oral health is something you do not want to miss. So grab your toothbrush and let's brush up on the future of oral health with the visionary behind twice, Cody Levine. It's time to think twice about your dental routine, as Cody would say, and the products that make you shine from the inside out. So now let's dive deep into this amazing episode all about twice and the oral microbiome. Welcome to another episode of the Biohacker Blondie podcast, where um, we are going to get into all things oral health, oral microbiome yes. with the amazing Cody Levine. Is that how That's you... That's me. Okay. And you are the co-founder of Twice Toothpaste, Twice Everything, all of everything for your mouth. Um, I'm so excited about this podcast because I've listened to so much about the oral microbiome and how important it is for our um, overall health. And people should know and don't realize how important uh, gum health, uh, bacteria in our mouth, how it affects our whole body. So you developed this amazing company, Clean Products, for... um, all of our uh, oral health. Um, I love all your products. So I don't know if you want to give a little intro of yeah. how you got into this space and about your company and when you started it and why. And tell us a little yeah. bit about you. Awesome. Thank you. It's great to be here. <laughs> Thank um, you so much for coming. The mouth and the oral microbiome and the smile, uh, it's kind of in our DNA as a brand. And I think me personally, uh, it's a family run business. My brother and I started this. We grew up around dentistry. Our dad's a dental, dental specialist, Mm. uh, dentist doing uh, full service dentistry in New York for over 35 years. Wow. And, 
the name twice, which is pretty unique, and it's very spot on to what we're talking about here, is the idea of thinking twice about what you put in your mouth. Whether it's the products you're using, how you're taking care of your mouth, your gut, your whole mindset. So I'm excited to dive into that. Um, and really how we all got started growing up, my brother and I, we were surrounded by dentistry. We were surrounded by oral health. We ate candy here and there, don't get me wrong. Uh, but we were learning through osmosis almost like what it meant to have a healthy mouth. And it wasn't until we started a foundation in 2012 that brings full service dentistry to communities that don't have access to care. Uh, our parents started their first company and they wanted to have it give back. And so we, this foundation, we brought full service medical and dental specialists down to the Bahamas and we set up a full service clinic. And we were treating folks who had never been to the dentist before or were living in physical pain, emotional pain. And you know, I grew up in New York and my dad's office is on 73rd and 5th Avenue. In 10 blocks, you got 10 offices. And where we go in the Bahamas, there's really no access. You don't have access to a dentist. Um, so we have, if you have a cavity growing up, you can get it filled. But if you don't have access, that cavity can lead to infection, inflammation, tooth loss, and then 58 plus systemic diseases in the rest of the body. Yeah. It all starts from the mouth. So uh, really the business started there, helping people and helping people realize the mouth-body connection. Wow. And what is this foundation called? It's called the Glow Good Foundation. Okay. Yep. Started in 2012, and we're going to go back down to the Bahamas this December for our seventh mission. We've been doing it every year um, uh, without COVID. And um, we started in Rwanda, in Africa, and now we do, we do the missions down in the Bahamas. Uh, with Lenny Kravitz, who's a musician, who's been a longtime patient of our dad's. Wow. He's like a big brother to my brother and I, uh, one of the founders of Twice as well. Wow, that's so... Um, so you're going all over, you do this once a year and provide dental work to places that... Yeah. Have, okay. Yeah, and it's the emotional side of dentistry that we got to see. Yeah. Right? We had people coming in to the clinic covering their mouth, embarrassed to smile, right? Because they were missing a lot of their teeth or yeah. in pain because they have an infection. And then they would leave the clinic beaming ear to ear with this new smile, this new confidence, this new energy about themselves. And, and that probably, work like changed our life. And you're also giving them their health as well. Yes. It's just like that bacteria leaking into the bloodstream, just causing pain, causing inflammation. Exactly. Causing, so you're giving people their health back, which is like the best thing. And we get to see it every year when we go back. They are healthier. That is We had so... patients with a 25-year-old young woman who's uh, diabetic and got hypertension and she didn't even realize. Uh, and it's really related yeah. to diet and um, nutrition, and ultimately what happens in the hygiene space of taking care of your mouth. Yeah, it's very important. So your your dad still has a practice in New York? Yep. Okay, so he's there and he's still practicing. Probably doesn't need to, but it's definitely his passion. Yeah, he's a, okay. he's a clinician at heart and helping people is his passion. So I don't think he'll ever retire uh, he works less days, and he's got an incredible team around him. Okay. Uh, and it's enabled him to, you know, find other ways to m move the category forward to help more people in more ways. So, but yeah, he's still he's still practicing. And you didn't want to go down that route. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
I didn't want to go. Your... To, we did. We didn't want to go to dental school. We were never forced to, and we paved our own way. My dad jokes that we somehow found our way into dentistry without doing like seven years of extra school. school. <laughs> med, I mean, med school, dental school, specialty residencies, more specializations. My dad graduated like <sighs> all in. I think he was like. 34, 35, and then like, okay. Wow. <laughs> Just start, yeah. yeah. All right, now <laughs> life starts. is, I know. It's, it's intense. So, but, oh um, but no, we, we didn't want to go necessarily, but the, the profession transformed our lives for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I've never been a big fan of going to the dentist, honestly. <laughs> I hate the scratch, like the scraping, just all of it is just so... Yeah, it's got a lot of uh, negative connotations over... Looking at know, all the mouths. There's pain, and the, there's trauma. I know. But and there's a lot of minimally invasive dentistry and learning now that new technologies and um, I think it's a really interesting experience now where you can learn about your mouth Microbiome. And super preventative measures that a lot of new dental offices are starting to take. Yeah. I know now I don't you know, you're not a dentist, but I'm sure you know quite a bit as your as your dad is is a dentist. But now they're scanning the mouth of the microbiome yep. and everything and bacteria. What is do you what is this called? Salivary diagnostics. Salivary. So they're um our dad does it in our practice. We've okay. actually done it as a business. Uh, with our products, we ran our first ever microbiome study and uh, salivary meaning saliva. So you're spitting into a tube and they're analyzing every single strain of bacteria in your mouth. There's hundreds of species of bacteria. There's billions of bacteria inside your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Second largest microbiome in the body, second to the gut and the mouth seeds the gut. So they're super interconnected. Yeah. Um, And now you can analyze your saliva um, and it'll break down every strain of bacteria, what you're over-indexing in, what you're under-indexing in. Those can be good strains of bacteria, right, that are about, um, for example, commensal species, so like beneficial bacteria for your mouth, for your flora, or negative bacteria like P. gingivalis, which is the number one bacteria strain connected to periodontal disease. Yeah, and um, Alzheimer's. And Alzheimer's, <laughs> dementia, cardiovascular actual, disease. actual, like, study link that is, like, the P. gingivalis is, like, the public enemy number one and most people yeah. don't know what that is i know i know and i'm i mean i just learned about this <laughs> test <laughs> so this is like a new field that people are not aware of it, it, so like getting this out and you know letting people know about these tests and these little things they can do to be preventative and maybe prevent alzheimer's when they're 40 50 like i just also listened to a statistic of like 70 percent 40 years or older have gingivitis. Mm. So I think it's, it's even like, higher, which is crazy. Yeah. Everyone walks around with a problem and they don't know about it. And it's ca- leaking slowly, causing inflammation and causing disease. Like it's not just like I'm in pain now. It's just like slowly causing. It's so true. Yeah. Like leaky gut, there's a leaky mouth. Yeah, um, yeah. And if you have an imbalance of bacteria, it might show warning signs. Like, for example, if you're flossing... Unfortunately, a majority of our country doesn't floss. Yeah, which but is... But <laughs> if you're going to do one thing in the process, we say brush, floss, rinse, whiten. Flossing is key. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, it's really crucial to disrupt the bacteria. And if you do that consistently, you know, you can start to see the changes. But people don't realize that when you floss and if your gums are bleeding... That's not a good sign. Yeah, and it's not just like, <laughs> oh, you know just sweep it under the rug, like that's early stage gum disease. Yeah. It's periodontal disease. So yeah. 
kind of linking that idea, you know, it's not about fear-mongering. It's really about helping people understand that the mouth is connected to the rest of the body. Yeah. It's the first line of defense. Yeah, I think they're really looking into this now and realizing how important it is. And what do you think about tongue scraping? Love it. I do it okay. every night. So every that's why I've heard the tongue scraping, the flossing is so important. Yeah. Like those those are the two things. More would you say more important than brushing? I would <laughs> If I ha- if I would like if you would, said you yeah. can only have one, I think flossing might be more important. Uh but tongue scraping before you go to bed is great for, you know, removing excess bacteria on your tongue that might not be good bacteria. Um, mouth taping is something that uh, yeah. has been coming into popularity over the last couple years. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing it for about two years. You do it every day? Every, every night, night before I go to bed, yeah. So my thing, I haven't done the mouth taping. I've yep. heard amazing things. Athletes are doing it. Like mm-hmm. everyone in the health space is somewhat doing it because they're just saying how much better sleep they're, they're having. And then also for the oral health, it's like supposed to create that pH balance. So yep. like if you're just breathing through your mouth and you're causing like this dysbiosis. Or, exactly. So um, you do this every night. You tape your mouth. <laughs> I do. <laughs> It's a little shocking at first for most people. Yeah. Um, but I buy a roll of KT tape, like kinesiology tape. Okay. Like you've seen, remember like all the beach volleyball players, they'd have that like tape on their shoulders or yeah. on their knees. And that's kinesiology tape. Okay. And it's got great flexibility and it's got great adhesiveness, but it won't pull any hair off your face okay. or, your, or your lips. <laughs> your mustache. <laughs> no, nothing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I like cut off a piece and I put it on every night before I go to bed and I sleep like a baby. And the, there's a great book called Breath by James Nestor, and they talk about the difference between nasal breathing and mouth breathing and how mouth breathing over the years contributes to long faces, facial development that shifts the ability for air to flow through your nose. So everyone in our society today, they've got deviated septums. They got no air to breathe through their nose. Um, and obstructed airway leads to sleep apnea and all these other chronic issues. Yeah. Um, so mouth taping forces air through your nose, which is our natural filter for air. Your mouth, we're not meant to breathe through our mouths at night and there's no filter. So the bacteria is just breeding and populating as you're <sighs> breathing throughout your, throughout the night. So seal it up, force air through your nose and <laughs> you're creating a healthier balance in the mouth and you're forcing air through its proper uh, modality. So, do you think you still need the tape or do you think you could just breathe through your nose? That's my, I, I think I'm breathing through my nose at night, but I don't know. So it's a good question because there's varying degrees, right? I never thought I breathe through my mouth. Like it's an easy tell if you snore, if you snore, you're breathing through your mouth. Um, I've never been a snorer, but I said, you know what, let me just try it. And you know, sometimes you wake up if you, you just, just have a normal sleep and your mouth like has that little like morning breath. You've got like a layer of biofilm on your teeth. It just feels like, Oh, I need to go brush. Yeah. Um, when you wake up with mouth tape on, even if you're not a big mouth breather, you're going to feel a difference. 
You're wow. going to have more energy. You're going to feel like you slept better. Really? And so even like if you don't think you're a mouth breather, just try it and see what happens. Okay. I've been a little hesitant because I'm like, you know, do I really want to put tape <laughs> on my mouth? Now let's take a quick pause to talk about one of my favorite protein powders I use daily, Equip Foods. I am completely obsessed with Equip Foods protein powder. If you want to build muscle, lose fat, keep your immune system strong, and have all the energy, then you should be eating at least 0.75 grams per pound of body weight every day. The vanilla and the strawberry protein powders are my favorite. I just add a scoop to my blender every morning with ice, almond milk, cinnamon, salt, and a dash of monk fruit, blend it all together, and I end up with a high-protein smoothie that tastes delicious to start my day after my morning workout which helps keep my blood glucose and ghrelin hormone under control when I have protein first thing in the morning. Their protein powder only has clean ingredients, 100% grass-fed, no additives, allergens, chemicals, or fillers, which I love. Equip Foods has been so kind enough to give my listeners 20% off any of their products with my code BIOHACKERBLONDIE20. So go check out all their amazing products on their website, equipfoods.com. That's E-Q-U-I-P-F-O-O-D-S.com. And I will link their website and discount code in the show notes below. So now let's dive back into this amazing episode with Cody all about twice in the oral microbiome. The first <laughs> night I ever did it, I was like, I was so excited and curious because it's my field of work. But I woke up, I swear, I felt like, a supercar coming off the production floor, like revving its engine. Like I jumped out of bed and I was like, let's this go. Is what hurt. Okay. I'm doing this tonight. <laughs> this is so, do you use, do you have the aura ring? I do. Okay. Yeah. So did you also like check your sleep? Like, did you get better sleep since you started doing the mouth tape? Yeah. I think okay. you, you, I imagine like, yes, sleep, Better sleep and more deep sleep, okay, which is restorative, which is what we all need, um, is linked to better breathing, right? So if you can improve your airway and if you can force air the right way, you're going to have deeper sleep. Uh, there are studies that are showing that deep connection. So I believe that I also forgot to mention I use a nasal strip. Mm, I do see that a lot. Nasal strip and mouth tape is like the one-two punch because it opens up your airway. Like if you go uh, like this and you get more air through your nose, you have slight um, constriction in your in your nose. Okay. I well, think everyone does, to be okay, honest. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm convinced. <laughs> like that just yeah, like... Brush, okay. floss, rinse. Mouth tape. Tongue scrape, oh, tongue mouth scrape, tape, yeah. nasal strip. It's a bit of... It's kind what of about, like my evening skincare routine, but I know, for the mouth. for the oil. <laughs> Um, what about, um, oil pulling? Yeah. Oil You're, pulling's great. You do that as well. And then I also saw that you have the mouthwash, which yeah. there's like a lot of controversy with mouthwash, but I love your ingredients. Like I was like, okay, this isn't just chemicals mm -hmm. and going to disturb the microbiome. Um, so yeah, so you're a fan. You use the rinse. You have this. A lot of people in this space are like, I don't use mouthwash. I hate mouthwash. It disturbs the whole like the oral microbiome. Yeah. So yeah. you wanted the mouthwash. So our <laughs> we call it an immunity rinse. I'm okay. taking a mouthwash, and we have coconut oil in it. Yeah. So coconut oil um, 
Ayurvedic properties swish for three to five minutes plus, and they, you know, they're saying it's pulling out the bacteria. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a good ingredient. We have it in our rinse. Ours is a supercharged rinse that you use for 15 seconds instead of five minutes. And the magic is in a dual chamber rinse that activates in your mouth. So uh, just coconut oil is great, but like our whole philosophy is like high performance, high powered products that work. So when you use our rinse, it's got nanocolloidal silver. Yeah, I saw that, which I love. Yeah, baking soda, which is alkalizing. Um, Zinc, which is great for immunity and bacterial balance. Coconut oil, spirulina. I was I was so shocked uh, because I just uh, another friend of mine, Julia. She started a company of like just it's a spirulina base. She's a scientist, like research. Love that. She says that it just she doesn't even. I think she said she doesn't even brush anymore. She just uses the spirulina oh, tablets. I know. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Hope but she this goes is to her company. She says her teeth are great. She's been doing this for years. It's awesome. But she says how important the spirulina is, the algae. Yeah. Because it just like completely, you know, the homeostasis of the yeah of helps your create own. that balance in the mouth. Yeah. For sure. So I'm like, oh my gosh, all your ingredients in the yeah. mouthwash are amazing. Yeah. So Thank you. The I whole... have to try that because I'm like, I've been definitely not about mouthwash especially all the products out there are, most of them are just horrible like the the biggest problem is alcohol in your mouthwash mm, like yeah I, exactly. I see a lot of great health and wellness voices talk about mouthwash is bad don't use it throw it in the trash that is partially true um conventional brands have been making mouthwash with alcohol since world war ii yeah when like that pain and burn was good yeah. It was the only way to like numb the pain. Yeah. Alcohol in your mouthwash contributes to demineralizing your teeth faster because alcohol dries your mouth out. It reduces saliva flow. When you don't have saliva flow, it's like a desert barren wasteland where you like all you need is some water. And it, it, that's the worst type of environment for the mouth. The ecosystem is so out of balance when there's no saliva. So saliva is like the Nile River of the rainforest. Like you need it to like create this flourishing movement of all the bacteria in your mouth. So alcohol, that's a big no-no. I throw out every conventional name. What about alcohol and drinks? <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. Everyone's got their vice. I, I've been kind of off the booze for a I minute. Know, I know. Um, I kind of have too. I'm enjoying like not, not yeah. drinking much. Yeah. And but, uh, alcohol contributes in the mouthwash conti- contributes to an acidic environment, right? Yeah. So pH levels. Acidic mm-hmm. is where bad bacteria thrive. Balance and alkaline is where bacteria is in harmony. So if you, most people, if you were to take a pH strip and you sit it under your tongue, it's probably you probably are acidic. Very acidic. The coffee we're drinking, lemon water is acidic. Like everything we consume, our modern diet today, even in Venice in the health and wellness community, pretty acidic. Yeah. Um, so, well, I guess we'll get into the toothpaste too. Yeah. yeah. So you have two toothpaste, one with fluoride, one without, and there's the controversy of yes. fluoride. So now. Like- <laughs> There's all this controversy with the mouth. And Always. You go on. It's not a Google-friendly word. Yeah. Um, so why did you decide to go with fluoride and one with the hydroxyapatite, which please get into. So people need to know about this ingredient because yes. it's amazing for remineralizing the teeth. 
Yeah, I'll I'll start with hydroxyapatite. Okay. And then we'll go into the fluoride discussion. Okay. Um, <laughs> hydroxyapatite has been used for centuries uh, in Japanese culture, and uh, it is the ingredient that our enamel structure is made out of. So hydroxyapatite crystals is what enamel is formed by. Um, hydroxyapatite toothpaste, there are some studies. There is not a overwhelmingly large body of studies, but there is some new insight showing that hydroxyapatite can remineralize your enamel. Um, think about our tooth. Our tooth have these like our teeth have these micro holes, these tiny, 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 tiny holes, microscopic, that as they as you contribute to eating acidic foods and drinks, it's like an acid attack on your teeth, right? Um, and those tiny holes slowly, slowly, slowly get bigger until mm. you have a hole that's like a pothole in the street, and we call that a cavity. Okay. Um, so hydroxyapatite can take those micro pockets and fill them effectively. Yeah. Fluoride is known to more effectively fill those holes as a calcifying agent. So it calcifies the micro pockets in your teeth and binds to your enamel and fills the holes. That's how you can prevent cavities. Um, Hydroxyapatite is a naturally occurring mineral, uh, as is fluoride, but uh, it's a much safer ingredient that doesn't have any downside, any negative implications that fluoride broadly has, which we can get into. So if you're looking for a more uh, natural, healthier alternative that works, choose a hydroxyapatite toothpaste like ours. What I will say is if you are reading about fluoride and you say, you know what, I'm choosing not to have fluoride. I don't like what people are saying about it. I don't like what I'm reading. That's fine. But you have to use an ingredient in your toothpaste that is remineralizing like hydroxyapatite. The biggest mistake you can make is saying, I'm not going to use fluoride and I'm going to use a fluoride-free toothpaste that doesn't have anything. Like it's, it's made with... Which is what I'm doing. <laughs> like, you know, xylitol, essential oils. Yeah. Like you're doing more harm than good to your long-term health. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah. So you're you need still, to remineralize. Okay. So that's why you still have the fluoride toothpaste. Yeah. They're both there to remineralize your enamel, reduce sensitivity because look, you need protection. You, yeah. you can't go about the world thinking like, Oh, I'm just, everything's perfect. Like even if you're eating healthy, like you're still have an acidic environment. There is outside factors that can contribute to a dysbiosis in your mouth and demineralize your teeth. So and if you're not protecting them with fluoride or hydroxyapatite, you're just putting yourself at more risk. Yeah. And opinion. you're saying basically the side effects or the negative of fluoride, like it's better to have fluoride than not. The pros weigh out the cons, basically. Yeah, and look, I the, <laughs> what biggest, are the, negative, the biggest issue yeah, is well, water fluoridation. There's a big difference, and people can argue with me till the cows come home on it, and I'd love to engage in it because it's fun <laughs> conversation. There's water fluoridation, and then there's topical fluoride in your toothpaste. So the government fluoridated our water decades ago. It was designed and leveraged to help people who didn't have access to dentistry, like we chatted about in the beginning, we were seeing rising uh, cases of dental caries, caries or cavities. Cavities lead to infection, lead to systemic inflammation, Disease. you name it. <laughs> so we, the government had an idea to fluoridate the water. So everyone gets fluoride. But the negative impact of ingesting fluoride, swallowing it, consuming it through water, over ingestion, just like overexposure to the sun, 
is not good for anyone, had negative side effects. Um, kids could get fluorosis, which is like a minor flu. They could get some discoloration in their teeth. So there were negative implications of ingesting fluoride. Period, end of story. My recommendation is, because not everyone's perfect, you have, a lot of people have genetic predisposition, as we were talking about before the show, to like weaker enamel. Mm -hmm. um, you could have your own mm -hmm. issues in your dental health. Um, so that protection is necessary. Um, and, you know, when, when you make that choice, it's really up to you. But I say filter your water or use or drink natural spring water that doesn't have fluoride in it. Yeah. And if Especially you need the protection, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like give me Especially the best water here. filter. Yeah, like <laughs> give me natural spring water or like we use reverse osmosis but you need like some minerals back in it. Yeah. Um, filter your water and if you need the protection of fluoride, get it only topically through your toothpaste. Okay. That's uh, that's where I stand. Okay. And if you don't want the fluoride, go for hydroxyapatite. Okay. I like the hydroxyapatite. Yeah, I'm pro. I'm very for it. I use it every day. And you, yeah, and then I mix it in both. And it honest. comes with charcoal too, your toothpaste. So is yep. that like helping the whitening? Yeah, as well? we use a low abrasive charcoal, okay. so it will safely I'm all and about charcoal. Whiten. I use this as a binder for yeah. toxins. Everything people think charcoal is weird. They're like they think of barbecues or something. Right. I'm like no. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's a it's a it's an unregulated ingredient. So yeah. when charcoal toothpaste hit the market, um, there was no regulation on what type of activated charcoal or charcoal ingredient was used. Um, and in dentistry and in toothpaste, there's something called an RDA, relative dentin abrasivity. Mm. And RDA is like how abrasive your toothpaste is on your teeth. Think about like sandpaper on wood. Yeah. Um, if it's too abrasive, it's going to strip away your enamel. Oh. Some charcoals, when they launched, they were unregulated, and they had a really high RDA, and they were actually making teeth really sensitive. You were getting wow. sensitive teeth because you were actually like... It was like... Like wearing down your enamel. And yeah. enamel does not grow back. So uh. there was a lot of issues when the market hit. We have, you can look at, you can ask the companies you use or ask us. We have an 87 RDA, which is low to medium. Um, brands that are dangerous so, are like 200 plus. This is so away. interesting. Like you don't think how much goes into like a toothpaste oh my God. or something. <laughs> you know, the ingredients and how they combine and how they rub against your teeth and all that. Exactly. It's like, it's a lot. This is so interesting. Oh, I'm learning quite a bit. <laughs> So did you grow up, do you, uh, you know, with your dad as a dentist and every, did you always have perfect teeth? Um, no, no, I had braces growing up. My okay. brother always did. He never had braces. Okay. Um, I had braces when I was a kid. Um, Any cavities? Here and there. <laughs> we, yeah. You know, it's funny that like Willy Wonka scene where like his dad was a dentist. I think mm. this was in the new one with Johnny Depp. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you like find out his dad's this like crazy dentist who didn't let him eat candy. Um, that's why he's so obsessive. But for us, it was, uh, it was like responsibly eating that kind of stuff. Like with Halloween around the corner, I was, I was thinking this morning, like how is Halloween designed like for kids just to eat candy? 
It's so bad. But, and it's uh, like really, it's a lot of chemical candy I know, I'm as thinking well. about like when it's I have like, kids, like how am I going to go about Halloween? Uh, you could, I mean, there's so many things I was thinking of giving instead. And then there's like healthier alternatives. Yeah, so there's I'm great like, like healthy swaps. I, yeah. I love seeing a lot of these like I think uh, nutritionists talk about healthy swaps. Yeah, it's becoming, I think, more common. You see this in other stores. Like even your toothpaste is at Walmart, you know, yeah. now. So it's like these cleaner products and like... Accessibility is uh, really important. Yeah, it gets out there too more. So I'm hoping... Most people for Halloween will start thinking like, no, I don't want that typical candy bar. Yeah, thinking twice. That's good. (laughs) Uh, So you, so you've had cavities. I've, I will admit that I've had a cavity in my life. Okay. Um, Yeah. And and since I was a kid, you know, I think I've been more cognizant of oral health, and really since we started the business, became obsessive over. You know, the the mouth-body connection. You know, my when you go to the dentist, people aren't really, like, you can go for a preventative measure. Like, okay, I need a cleaning every three to four, even six months. Um, A lot of people go for reactive things. Uh, My teeth is, I've got pain. I have a cracked tooth. I um, lost a tooth. I want to do an aesthetic treatment like veneers, which could be aesthetic and functional. Um, and so the proactive mindset, I hope becomes kind of to the surface more now today where like, even as a kid, I didn't really understand. I didn't know what toothpaste to use and why. Yeah. Like it. Crest. We, yeah. Crest, <laughs> Colgate, Sensodyne. They've been around for generations. Yeah. It's what. And most dentists just like here. They just give toothpaste. them out. Yeah. And you know, there's ingredients in there that aren't doing us any good. Yeah. Um, there are, I'm not going to say that they're completely horrible. Like I used Sensodyne before I used twice mm-hmm. before we started the business. So, but I also get canker sores and canker sores are ulcers in the mouth that can be caused from sulfates, which are in your toothpaste. So mm. pretty much every household conventional name toothpaste, if you turn over the packaging and you look at the ingredients, you're going to see sodium lauryl sulfate, SLS. And that's what can cause skin irritation and canker sores. It's what makes your toothpaste foam up. It's a surfactant, like a bubble oh, bath. So when you're brushing, that's what is. it creates these and then foaming when you, action. When you use a clean toothpaste, you're it like, It doesn't really wait. foam. Yeah. So that's the ingredient that's, that's making it. That's because it's sulfate-free. And it seems clean because it's doing that. And then you have the minty, fake mint. And exactly. then you're like, oh, I'm, my teeth are fresh and clean. But really, it's doing more damage. Correct. <laughs> correct. And we've been so conditioned, right? We've been yeah. so conditioned that the bubble bath toothpaste is clean and fresh but in reality, if you take that out, like we have customers who use our toothpaste for like a month and you'll, you'll feel it foams because we use plant-based coconut-derived foaming agents, but we don't use sulfates. Mm-hmm. Sulfates are like supercharged foaming agents that aren't good for you. Um, ours foams a little less. And we had a couple, few customers who would use our products, they're hooked, and maybe they traveled and they went back to their parents' place and they forgot their toothpaste and they had to use the, whatever was in the drawer. And they used like a Crest or Colgate and they wrote to us and they were like, it felt, tasted like I had battery acid in my mouth. It was like, it was burning and this foam made me nauseous because they got reconditioned into a healthier way of taking care of your mouth. And so that is like such an eye-opening thing of like, 
we've been so conditioned that like that it's, old way of it's like a weird fresh transition kind of like deodorant like you get old, you know yeah. you're used to yeah. this like chemical yeah deodorant. We, you won't smell using our products <laughs> you you your breath will actually be great finally yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Some, okay like natural deodorant it's like oh this i'm so happy i'm taking better care but like i stink <laughs> it takes a while you know once you get off to transition and For then sure. you're like okay this is i'm not supposed to have you know Anyways, but um, we'll get back to teeth. <laughs> so I also, people, I don't think realize that there's like plastics as well. And is this mm. in toothpaste? I was listening to something about also floss. Like when you're, you can get into, you can deep dive into these little things. But I mean, even with floss, you could be putting plastic in your mouth, little particles yeah, that PFAs. scrape off. They're, yeah, they're, PFAs. Yeah, a lot of traditional floss brands are made with PFAs and like Teflon and ingredients yeah, that Teflon. just Teflon. I was like, what? Like so. we're trying to stay away from Teflon in our pans. Yeah, and then exactly. It's also and then it's in your floss. In our floss. Yeah. No, we, it's, there are these little things that I, I hope get more important for people in making their decisions. Like, and that's what goes into a process of product development for us, right? It's like, well, how do we create a better for you version that will still perform and clean and not compromise on like, like natural deodorant is a great example. We don't want to be a natural deodorant that makes you smell. Yeah. Like we want to be a high performing product that delivers. Yeah. That you feel good about. Yeah. Um, and you said there's research behind, like you've actually done like, um, I guess, lab testing or research yeah. behind your products as well. Yeah. We, we ran our first ever microbiome clinical study with a wow. company called Bristle Health. So we were talking about salivary diagnostics. Yeah. They're one of the companies, they're from San Diego. Okay. Um, who we ran this 30-day test with. We took our hydroxyapatite toothpaste, our floss, and our immunity rinse, and we put it up against Colgate Total, uh, Glide Floss, and Listerine alcohol. And we had our subjects do our products for 30 days and the control group for 30 days. They tested their saliva on day zero, and they tested their saliva on day 30. Um, and our product showed pretty much uh, twice the amount of um, decrease in bacteria that causes cavities. So our products were pretty much twice as effective in reducing cavities. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's... the. the- you just did that recently. Yeah, we've. Is it we on your website? It. Not yet. We oh like. My we just We just wrapped it, and um, that is amazing. Yeah, it was pretty wild. I mean, I'm honestly not surprised because yeah. for, for using an alcohol-based mouthwash, like you're destroying your enamel. Guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, and when you have that routine, which is really America's routine, yeah, you're you're doing more harm than good. So. That is really cool that that study. That's so amazing. Yeah. It's, I, I'm sure you knew that in the back of your head, but to have an actual like paper saying, mm-hmm. you know, this is what's happening is just like. Yeah. It's so our first one. Hear. We're looking forward to doing some more. We want to test really the rinse, like just the rinse, because you can test biomarkers and bacteria for halitosis, for uh, beneficial bacteria, for gum inflammation, right? Periodontal disease. And, we really believe our rinse is like, there's a reason we call it an immunity rinse. It's an oral immunity rinse. And it has amazing ingredients. Yeah, and people I are think. addicted. Like, okay. they're hooked. They're when hooked. I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it makes you feel really, really fresh. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm I, I ha- so excited to try this. Yeah. You also have a robe. 
yeah, on your um, website. Why do you our yellow this? robes. Yeah, why do you have a yellow robe? When we when we <laughs> launched, we were you know the brand's yellow. And yeah. it's bright and it's bold and it's different. Yeah, I like that. Uh, when you walk branding. down the toothpaste aisle, you see red, white, and blue. And so we wanted to be ca- counterculture to a conventional way of thinking. And yellow for us was about brightness and connection and happiness and joy and love and light that really comes from inside and, and your smile and your mouth helps radiate it outward. Um, so that was a lot about the brand. And when we launched we had these yellow robes that like, you just want to feel cozy in, in the morning and like feel the brightness. You know, we, we have this line of like, you want to feel the brightness, the brightness that comes from inside of you. Um, and our products help kind of bring that in. So the robe was a fun way to like bring that brightness. I love it. Do you wear it every morning while you're brushing Good amount. Like, yeah, my, my girlfriend, Amy has one at her place. It's definitely like, it's the morning routine. I love it. She's really bright too. Inside and out. Yeah. (laughs) Really sweet. Um, Something I'm curious if you've uh, ever done ozone or like, uh, if you, if your dad kind of put, I've heard that you can like kind of clean the mouth or clean root canals with ozone. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that something your dad practices with? Yeah, it's, or? it's like, um, it's definitely a, a service and technology that I think is more in like a holistic practice, which I think is great. Um, it's new tech that we're like testing out. Like we use these Fotona lasers for um, mouth and, and lip movement and um, ozone is something that we're, we're testing in the practice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. like, it's very like new for us to explore um, because a lot of our dad's office work has been in restoration and restorative work. So crowns, bridges, porcelain veneers. Um, and now as we move into like microbiome deep dive, like that's a, that's an interesting added layer. Um, our first focus is understanding facial function and development. So when you walk into the office, instead of getting like your teeth cleaned and just a cleaning, you do salivary diagnostics, pH testing, and you get a CBT CBCT scan, mm-hmm. which um, which looks at your uh, throat and your oh. nasal development. So to see how wide or narrow your airway constriction is um, and your jaw position, because if you're able to realign the position and get better airflow, you're going to sleep deeper, you're going to have better health, better oral health. So a lot of our our work is really focused on that at the moment, um, which we're seeing like a lot of people go into the dentist and they need to, you know, they grind their teeth. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a huge issue too. Huge issue. Or their jaw position um, isn't aligned well enough where they're, they're not sleeping very well. And so, or they're having issues in their vagus nerve. Um, so we can actually draw the jaw forward and open up the airway and create better breathing. Wait, how? <laughs> There's... Because um, I was just also listening how our jaw has changed over the years because of the food we eat. Yeah. So it's getting more narrow, That's exactly I believe. exactly right. And so then our teeth are overcrowding Overcrowded. because... And this has to, you know, I guess hundreds of years ago, it just our mouth was wider and so now it's becoming more narrow yes. and causing. And this is I, like, I love this topic. 
Have you read Breath by James Nestor? No. You got to read it. It's basically okay. on this. The human evolution, right? Neanderthals, the first iteration of humans, had these big skulls, big cheekbones, big jawline. Their nose, their navel, their, na- uh, their nose cavity was like a superhighway. They never had <laughs> stuffy noses. They could breathe beautifully, and all their teeth were immaculate. They had these Big, wide smiles. That's, that's a perfect thing, too, teeth. where it's like we didn't have floss before. And so it's like the foods, these carbohydrates that are just sitting it's in our, our teeth. It's our processed diet. Right? Yeah. So they used to chew, 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 and they would build up these muscles. Everything in our society is soft. We, we moved to a soft diet. And yeah. we, we lost the ability to, like, build those muscles at an early age. So the facial development, yeah, everyone's narrow and long, and that creates overcrowding. Um and so how do we widen this? <laughs> well, if you're a kid, you know, you can get a palate expander. Um, oh. uh, that's something that um, I think kids who got palate expanders at a young age can thank their parents now because what it does is it, it builds wider dental arches, um, enables the teeth to form in uh, more uh, naturally and flow straight down versus overcrowding. So if, at a young age, they could do that. If you remember, some kids had it. It was, it was pretty barbaric. They put this metal in your mouth and it like, like wound it and it widened your teeth as you were developing. It might have been a movie. We're working. Or we're going to build something one day that can create that a little uh, easier. Okay. But um, today you can. There's a lot of great technology in startups that are analyzing sleep uh, and airway that there are, uh, instead of like a CPAP machine, if you have sleep apnea, there are, I think it's a little before you have chronic sleep apnea, but there's ways that you can, it's called a mandibular enhancement device. Our dad uh, builds them in the practice and it helps move your jaw into position for you to create better airway and you can sleep better, deeper sleep, more restorative, healthier life. Wow. Better oral health. And you, have you ever done that? I haven't you have a good, personally. You have a good yeah, I'm, I got good flow. Okay, okay. I got good flow. But <laughs> you go to JBL and you get a CBC, CBCT scan. This is your dad's practice? Yeah, yeah, okay, in New okay. York. Um, but that's our holistic approach. Is there anywhere approach here to, in LA that you would recommend? Yeah, there's a Dr. Gabby Tsor. Okay. He's in Santa Monica. Okay. Um, and there's like the functional medicine or uh, dentistry now. I've, mm-hmm. There's also another like bio, biomimetic. And yeah, holistic. yeah. So Look, that, I, I think I all think those are. You can just Google these and and find someone who's doing these practices. Yeah, I, I think it's exciting to see um, more and more. Yeah, yeah. If if you have issues, if you have dealt with dental issues, I think it's good to. There's to be proactive and find ways to improve overall. But like sometimes with a lot of people, there's like past a point of no return where like you need certain restorative procedures, but there's better ways to do it. And I think that's what uh, you have to be really trust in your dental specialist, ask them questions, understand how they do it. I think people just go to a dentist, any dentist, and they could do a lot of damage. Yeah, they can. And so you have to be very, you have to be, pick and choose and make sure you're going to someone you trust that you can talk to and like make sure they're doing the correct work and cleaning out your, you know, a root canal is huge where it's like, if you don't go to a specialist, it can cause mm-hmm. a lot of bacteria over the years and cause disease. So yeah. 
I think the root canals, I was also listening, it's like almost sometimes you just want to, I mean, you want to keep the tooth if you can, but if it is getting pretty bad, it's almost like just pull it out because it could be causing so much disease in the long run. So yeah. that's like a whole nother issue. Yeah. And to analyze that, to say, okay, how do we preserve? Yeah. The, the right dental specialist will try to preserve as much natural tooth structure as possible. Yeah. Um, period. End of story. If yeah. you are going to someone who wants to shave down your teeth, if you're getting veneers down to these pegs or their philosophy is like, just pull, 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 like you're in the wrong place. Um, so you really need to confide in your professional and like understand that they, they want to preserve your natural tooth structure. Um, but it's also like, you've been living a life a certain way. What is that contributed to in your oral health? So you need a good data diagnosis and analysis of your entire picture of your mouth. That's so cool. So did you, but so your dad, I'm thinking does not take insurance. Does he take insurance? Um, no private practice. Okay. Doesn't, uh, is that typical for like these functional dentists? It's like, you know, de dental insurance is like, I know. It's a, it's, it's a bit of a joke in our the country. Whole insurance it's really unfortunate. Is, um, it is because I feel like if I ever want to get the best care or get to the root cause of something, I have to go see like a functional medicine practitioner or go see yeah. a specialist. And yes, it's expensive, but at the same time, it's like I don't want to pay in the long run. And for my health, I like for me, I'm just like I'd rather pay more for my health than like a purse or something. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's where I'm just... <laughs> well, I mean, you also you also want to feel incentivized to take care of yourself. Right? Yeah. Like you want to feel like, oh, I'm, I'm paying for this insurance and I get the ability to take care of my mouth every four months. Yeah. Um, when you need certain specialists, uh, a lot of times it's private practice. Um, you could submit your your work to insurance and hopefully they'll, they'll cover as like an out of, out of network, uh, practice. But, mm. uh, I'm hopeful that like there are shifts happening and there's new companies kind of trying to build a better solution. Um, maybe like a membership or something. Yeah. Like, and, and working with the insurance companies to like build a better solution. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, oral health, it's unfortunate. It's like, it should be accessible to everyone, um, because it's so fundamental and like, you know, going to get a cleaning every four to six months and spending $350, like it's just a necessary requirement. It like needs to be budgeted. Yeah. Right. Like you budget for everything in your life. Like you need to add like, okay, preventative dentistry. I don't Three, even. $295 for a cleaning at my dad's office, which mind you is like, very affordable yeah. compared to what you might see as like a top end, top notch, highest level care. Yeah. Like wow. we want people to feel like they can come get a cleaning. And yeah. It's not and not be out. Yeah. I, um, my uncle has like dual citizenship, I guess, and for Germany. And we talked about the dentists, like, and they promote like preventative care by saying you don't have to pay for anything if you get these hmm. like regular cleanings. And so it's like an incentive to be preventative, be healthy, and then you don't have to pay. So I don't know why our insurance like doesn't do something like that, where it's because it would cost the insurance companies less in the long run, because then they don't have to do, 
you know, root canals or pull teeth or do implants or something, yeah. you know? So it's like, yeah. but we're not there yet. And, and <laughs> I think a, a big shift has to happen at the source, which is yeah. uh, at the educational level. Yeah. Uh, dental schools are amazing places. Uh, people entering the field of dentistry are necessary. We need more people studying and entering into the field of dentistry. The schools have a lot of work to do to bridge the gap to educate and inspire the next generation to think preventatively. Our industry, you know, they run on procedures, right? It's unfortunate that our broader population has all these problems. It's a problem solution world, right? If our, if our young professionals can get educated and they can learn and study and become experts in prevention, we're going to be so much better off in the long run. Um, so it has to change at the source. Yeah, which is some, I, we're just, the whole medical industry is like just, you know, you have a disease, you have surgery, whatever, instead of looking at like what can Root we cause. do before any of this happens, Yeah, which would cost our economy less in the long run. But here we are just like, Hamster yeah, wheel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I'm, it's like, we all want to build a better future where like those problems just arise less. I mean, yeah. The number one cause of death in our country, heart attacks, cardiovascular disease is directly linked to bacteria in the mouth. Plaque. Plaque. It's, it's crazy. Like, I know. It's, found, it's like they're finding gums, that in plaque your in our mouth directly to our heart. It's like, okay, <laughs> like, newsflash <laughs> and also in our brain too i was just i was like oh my gosh yeah. this is just crazy so this is why i'm so glad to be doing this podcast because i'm just like oral health and i don't think typical people you know like we're somewhat in the health space and you know knowing more about this but the common person and parents and kid, you know the kids have no idea they're eating a lot of junk food they're eating a lot of processed food mm-hmm. their teeth and it starts when you're young and so it's like i think that's like parents need to be thinking how important it is for their kids to make sure that they're flossing to doing all these things, because that's going to affect their health when they're 20, when they're 30, when they're 40, you know? So it's like, and they're, and kids don't want to brush their teeth. They don't care. They're like, yeah. whatever, just give me that candy, especially Halloween. How many people are going to eat candy? How many kids are going to eat candy? And just like, do, do cavities just happen like a few it months after peaks, you see like yeah. a spike in dentistry in like January or something? Probably. Would, yeah. That makes sense. They need to like look into this. Yeah. But you, you bring up a great point in it. It really is on the parents because it starts before the child enters the world. Yeah. Um, you know, that hygiene, that home care routine. And when you're a pregnant woman and you're expecting like oral health during pregnancy, prenatal is like crucial. You need to be going to your dentist every three months. Wow. Because as you're going through and your hormones are shifting you're so susceptible to inflammation and infection that your mouth is like this ecosystem of bacteria that like you really need to prioritize. Um, and as you're doing that, like you're just setting up your baby up for success. So um, there's a whole world of, of even before uh, pre you have... and postnatal. Yeah. I mean, oral health is so, so important uh, when wow. you're expecting. Wow. I didn't even think of that when you're pregnant. Yeah. Like I'm thinking, okay, now you, your, your kid is going to have permanent teeth 
and I've seen a lot of kids lately with some crazy teeth. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm and I look too, and I'm like, is this normal? Like, I think a lot of kids now are developing these teeth that just seem to look unhealthy, and you know, and everything else, like, you know, great parents, but they're just not thinking of these typical, and you have to be more proactive because of the foods we're eating as well. So it's now kids are eating more processed food. 70% of Americans diet is processed food now. So that's why I think there's going to be more like, you know, teeth issues and Mm -hmm. disease because of all this processed food and then the kids and it just trickles down. So we have to like stop this now because it's just going to get worse and worse. And I'm like, it's, it's a scary thought um, because it really is nutrition. Yeah. It's fundamental layers. I mean, kids are consuming so much added sugar and so much processed food that like when their teeth are developing and their baby teeth, like we see patients in the Bahamas, unfortunately, a lot of these kids are born and raised with like sugar in their bottles, right? Like that's yeah. the world and there and also in our country. And, and um, kids with baby teeth, they're all rotten and decayed and those will fall out. But like, what's to say that that's not just going to be a perpetual cycle? So um, it is so key that in an early development phase, like you're you're thinking about how everything they're putting in their their mouth and their body can help them at the long term. I mean, I think conscious parents who are making those decisions and look like no one's perfect, and you know yeah, kids have easy. to experience sure and learn and like taste what sugar <laughs> is. Um, but it's a responsibility that you know we we have to improve globally. Yeah. Um, so we'll just get into a few more products yeah (laughs) so you have a whitening pen Mm -hmm. and the whitening strips which I love um do you think they both work the same or would you recommend you know I'm all about the whitening strips and they're clean ingredients yeah so and then do you just like use the pen whenever you're like I need a little freshen up that's how I would recommend it the strips get stronger contact time so you put them on for 30 minutes. They stick on really well. They're made with coconut oil uh, and hydrogen peroxide, so they taste great. Mm. A lot of these whitening products, they, like, taste really gross. Uh, you can go about your day. You can, you know, whether you're making, cleaning up the house or uh, doing the laundry, like, 30 minutes in and out, and then use the pen for touch-up and on the go. Um, if you're a red wine drinker, coffee drinker, it's great to remove surface stains. And then the strips are, like, uh, seven days in a row – Say you're prepping, you have a wedding coming up or a big event or something you want to like a moment that you want to say, hey, like I want to look in the mirror and like smile and like feel more confident and have a brighter smile. So seven days, seven to 10, you're going to see results. Um, We sell that product at Walmart and our our pen. I know where you look because, yeah, so Walmart, everyone has access to Walmart. Yeah. You're on Amazon. Amazon, our website. Okay. uh, Walmart. And then for all the East Coasters, uh, we're at a grocery store called Wegmans. Okay. 112 stores, I believe. Okay, wow. In the Northeast. I don't know if I've ever been to one of those. Oh, I'm a New Yorker and I went (laughs) to school upstate New York and Wegmans was born in Rochester. Oh, okay. It's like, um, it's like a neighborhood uh, cheaper Whole Foods meets Erwan, but like not as bougie, but it's like 
the food is so good. Everyone's so nice and happy. They Aww. just opened. Okay, shout out to anyone in New York City. The <laughs> I love only New place York, to so. get our products in Manhattan is at Wegmans. They just opened their first Manhattan location at Astor Place. It is the size of a city block. It's what? a mega superstore grocery store. Go check it out. They just opened last week. Okay, I haven't been back. Astor Place. To, okay, I have to go. I'm. Whenever I travel, my passion is to go to grocery stores. <laughs> you have to go to Wegmans. Okay. Go to Wegmans, everybody. Okay, I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of friends in New York, so I'm going to have to tell them about this. Because I would definitely, in you know, lower Manhattan, just go to the Whole Foods. Yeah. Um, there's, like, one grocery store, like a health one, I think, on the West, like, a little bit. But there weren't actually that many, like, great grocery, like, health food grocery mm-hmm. stores. It was yeah, hard for me like to Trader find Joe's supplements. Yeah, yeah. So that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you would like to say about your company or oral health? I'm trying. I don't want to miss anything. Um, I think we covered everything. Yeah, we, we covered a lot of ground. I, I think when it, when it comes to our products, um, we started in toothpaste, but... We have the full holistic system. Yeah. And the best way to take control of your oral health and your microbiome is to use the full system, brush, floss, rinse, whiten. And Um, you do this twice daily. Yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. Twice a day. (laughs) Twice, yes. Okay, I'm really liking the branding It's a double double meaning on the name. (laughs) Brush twice a day and think twice about your mouth. Okay, and smile twice a day. There you go. A lot more. (laughs) (laughs) There's a crazy statistic that... um, babies smile like I think it was 500 plus times a day the average woman smiles like 150 and the average man smiles like 50 wow and when I, I saw that I'm, I was like whoa am like, I a baby no well, <laughs> it's so shocking and it's like okay we all need to unlock our inner child and like yeah. smile more uh, and part of our brand is this like this fun playful side where it's yes it's dentistry and it's science and it's oral microbiome but it's like brightness and happiness and connection and like how do you bring that out of yourself more every single day and we um, need more of that in this world so we do we say I think bring that's like my best country it's free and it can you know brighten and change people's day by like smiling and being a positive light you know so I think that's so important for everyone to how they can contribute to this world is just be uplifting and smile and be positive so I love that so much. I love the mission. If anyone wants to contribute to this nonprofit, is there anything they can do as well? Yeah, we're we're actually just raising money for the foundation. We'll okay. be going down to the Bahamas December 5th, so we're raising money. Okay. Um, I will have a GoFundMe link in my bio. Okay, so that's coming up. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then, so to end the podcast, since I'm Biohacker Blondie, I have to ask you three biohacks you would like you uh think or mean a lot to you that Mm. you implement daily or you know that you think can contribute to the health yeah um my biggest biohack is daily movement it's simple like i have to move my body i'm on my bike i'm running i stopped swimming for now i was training for ironman i'm kind of on hold um whether you're doing yoga a hike like daily movement is my biggest biohack yeah same no doubt um, NAD, I've been like on the NAD kick for like, <laughs> I think three years. Wow. I, little, little side note. I spoke at during COVID, I was on this, um, innovation day summit 
and I spoke right after David Sinclair. Oh. And I was like fanboying so hard. I was <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm speaking <laughs> on a panel day after wow. David Sinclair, like biohacking I'm a legend. Big fan. Um, yeah. And uh, and honestly, I think in the oral health space, it's it's the routine that's yeah. biohack. It's brush, floss, rinse, um, tongue scrape, mouth tape, nasal strip. Like that's the biohack. That's a good oral routine. Yeah. <laughs> That's three. There's a lot of steps in the last one. I love all of those. Those are like my three. I think sweating too is a big one for me. But yeah, those three. I love NAD. Yeah. And just a quick question. Do you do IVs or do you do like, like suppl- NMN? Supplements, yeah. Okay, okay. NMN and, and like all the precursors. Okay, all yeah. the precursors. Yeah. And like the liposomic liquid. Okay. From like pure NAD. Which one is that? Um... I'll send you a photo. Okay. I don't remember the brand name. We won't go on to NAD. Yeah. This is, we'll stay we'll on oral health. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, well, thank you so much for doing this. I, I mean, I'm loving all of this. This is so much great information for everyone. So I cannot thank you enough. Everyone go get twice toothpaste, whitening, floss, stop using all the chemical, you know, toothpaste and everything so that you can get a good oral microbiome. So thank you so much. Hope everyone enjoyed. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. (laughs) Thank you.